The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 bonus episode. So this normally would be the episode where we talk about the headline panel that happened on Friday because it would require a deep dive because of all the big reveals and that sort of thing. The big Friday panel was about Light and Magic, which was the already previously revealed documentary series about ILM that is coming in July. And so we are not going to be talking about that. Instead, we're going to be talking about some non-spoiler reactions, non-spoiler to the first two episodes of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series which just dropped today. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. This is being recorded outside the Anaheim Convention Center at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022 and occasionally with a pause in recording so that R2-D2 can roll over the cobblestones. It's not exactly cobblestones, it's like, you know, just a, a jagged pattern brickwork basically. But yeah, that creates a little extra noise in the background aside from all the walla that you're hearing already. So instead of talking about the Light and Magic series that had the headline panel today, I mean, you know, we'll talk about it eventually, but really everybody's buzzing about the Kenobi series here and how good it was, thankfully. I mean, good heavens, you know, you have these moments on your right leading up to the release of new Star Wars storytelling and you kind of get a little nervous about whether it's going to be any good. And I mean, not that we have reason to doubt. I mean, I think it's fair to say that most Star Wars storytelling has been really good and we've been really blessed in that regard. And yet, and yet, you still kind of get that little nervous feeling like, gosh, I hope they pull it off. Well, the good news is that they certainly seem to have pulled it off so far. Deborah Chow has done amazing work once again and probably should not come as a surprise considering the work that she did on The Mandalorian to say nothing of her, you know, back catalog before any Star Wars work, right? No, she's done a terrific job with the series and Joby Harold's work on it seems to have come over very well and there are a couple of additional writer credits. Jose Namini is credited as well with like story credits and stuff, but the teleplay stuff goes to Joby Harold. And then there's a new name involved that we hadn't heard before, I don't think. Stuart Beatty, who has a story by credit and his I guess previously known credit. I mean, he's had some stuff that's happened in the intervening few years, but the only thing I'd ever heard of was the Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales movie. So yeah, he seems to have come out of nowhere for this situation as well. But altogether, they seem to have done a fantastic job of the writing. I will say I have one quibble plot hole thing with something that happened in episode one. And when we get into a more detailed conversation about episode one, I'll dig into that. But ultimately, yes, bang up job overall by the three of them, however it all managed to come together. The other thing I'll say is that what we saw in teasers and trailers and other little commercial and social footage mostly covered by these first two episodes. There are a couple of little bits and pieces there, including one action sequence that 
looks like it takes place later on in the series definitely didn't show up in these first two but we've just seen a couple of very quick shots from that particular scene and it's not happening until probably episode three i'm thinking and i will also say that my goodness natalie holt's score is just tremendous and you know i started to think about this in terms of like gee it's you know about time that they had a female composer working on star wars live action but you know when you consider that it's been John Williams for so long, and there haven't actually been a lot of them overall. I mean, it's John Williams, Michael Giacchino, who did Rogue One, although it was supposed to be Alexander Desplat, I believe, and then uh, John Powell for Solo, A Star Wars Story, and then uh, Ludwig Gornson for The Mandalorian, and Joseph Shirley for The Book of Boba Fett. So what is that? Uh, John Williams, uh, Powell and Giacchino and Gorenson and Shirley it's five so yeah I mean five to one it is about time <laughs> but maybe it, you know it seems like a lot more because of 11 movies and all this stuff but John Williams come on anyway I'm thrilled with it and the theme that John Williams wrote for Obi-Wan is just gorgeous and the way that Natalie Holt plays with that theme and weaves it into all of her work is just brilliant it is by turns nostalgic and haunting and tense and anxiety producing and then kind of circling back to the writing in a way but one of the things that we talked about in the lead up prior is that there would have to be something really significant to get Obi-Wan to leave Tatooine like that that would have to be the situation because we knew he was going to leave Tatooine and go on a quote-unquote rollicking adventure so yes they absolutely gave us more than enough fuel to make that happen and I'm going to record this part for the video folks but as I'm doing this outside of Star Wars celebration a parade of food trucks is coming through so all the food trucks are lined up through the central sort of corridor that leads up to the convention center and now as I'm recording this all of them are coming through here so if you watch the YouTube version of this you can see food truck after food truck being driven into the courtyard right in front of the convention center and driving all the way down to Hall E where the queue line is for the event on a daily basis. All right, we should be back to the just normal sounds of lightsabers and droids as ambient noise. So I uh, said I was you know, kind of dead on in the idea that it would take something major to get him off Tatooine and there is and it is major. The thing I was particularly wrong about was we talked recently about that clip where Obi-Wan asks Owen Lars if Luke is okay and Owen says you don't care if he's okay and I had said that Obi-Wan was maybe hiding and there was some secret meeting and maybe something had happened to Luke. Well, no, that's not it at all. So, yeah. Um, but what does happen in that scene, and again, I will not say anything spoilery, but I will say that it ties into the comics in a way. There's stuff that we talked about during our Obi Mondays previously as we were looking at stories featuring Obi-Wan Kenobi leading up to the events of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And stuff that Obi-Wan was doing in those comic series, like that kind of carries through into something that happens in these first episodes, which is really cool. And I don't know if it was necessarily intentional, like, if they were like, oh yeah, he does this sort of thing in the comics, like let's, you know, do it here as well. It's also one of those things where like, I guess if you wanted to say, not everything needs an origin story, you could perhaps say that. I know some folks said that about Han getting his pistol from Tobias Beckett in Solo Star Wars Story and Chewie getting his bandoliers from there. But like, I don't know, I kind of like that stuff personally. 
I'll also say that they managed to keep some stuff really secret and in a really good way. Unless I was just like head down in the sand and missing a lot of the stuff and intentionally so or that I wasn't you know, paying attention to rumors, leaks and spoiler sites or whatever. Like there is a whole chunk of these first two episodes that will surprise you if you have been trying to avoid spoilers. And personally, I am thrilled by the direction that they decided to go with this. There are some folks online who are complaining about some alignment with what's happening here versus stuff that happens in A New Hope. I think there is some wiggle room on that, so I don't think the story has been completely told, of course, and I think we're probably going to find that, yeah, there is definitely a way to have <laughs> both ways, basically. But the way they've tied it into the prequel era and made those connections, that is really remarkable and beautiful as well. So I feel like we are in good hands right now. I have a very good feeling about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I hope you do too. I would love to hear what you thought about those first two episodes. And just in case for anybody else who's catching this, if they're watching it knowing that this was a no spoiler video, no spoilers when you comment on this, whether it's at the video at youtube.com SW7X7 if you're checking out the video version of this, or if you're listening to an audio version, then head on over to home base for the podcast at SW7X7.com and drop a comment on there. Again, please no spoilers in the comments just because this is a no spoiler episode of the podcast, which is now complete, except it remains for me to say, as always, thank you so much for joining me for it. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.